This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Guys, I feel the need, the need for to record a podcast about Top Gun. <laughs> it's Ed, it's Trey, it's Trevor, it's Top Gun, coming up next. send you up against the best. Yes, sir. You two characters are going to Top Gun. I feel the need. The need for speed. Five weeks, you're going to fly against the best fighter pilots in the world. You guys really are cowboys. I don't like you because you're unsafe. That's right. I am dangerous. Tom Cruise, Kelly McGillis. Top Gun. Revving up the engine, listen to your air, howl and roar. <laughs> Metal under tension, begging you to touch and go. Ed and Dre in the danger pod. Is that Kenny Loggins? <laughs> yes, it is. Kenny, <laughs> I love your work hey, in Footloose and hey, in Top Gun, hey, and that's it. What's up, guys? This is Kenny Loggins over here. I'm here to talk about Top Gun. Trevor was sick, so I, I said I'd join the podcast. How you doing, guys? I have no idea how Kenny Loggins talks. <laughs> is he a He's cowboy? white for a, for a start. <laughs> I don't know what that that's was. A white, but... That's a white voice. It's like a southern white guy who likes to say, <laughs> Danger Zone. <laughs> it sounded a bit uh, urban to me. <laughs> oh, urban, eh? Oh, a bit spicy. A bit spicy for the salmon... Uh, for the salmon's salmon's appetite, uh, me and me and Andrea were were googling the lyrics to Danger Zone before you dial into the pod, Ed, and uh, we're having oh, yeah. a rare old time because it is it's one of those songs that it's like uh, I, let me just read out the first couple of lyrics and then we'll get into the, we'll get into Top Gun, R- revving up your engine, listen to her howl and roar, metal under tension, begging you to touch and go, highway to the danger zone, right into the danger zone. This ride. isn't something you'd see. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, you, I, you thought, can, I thought it was right. I actually thought it was right. Me too. But there's yeah. no nothing rhymes in this song. It's like it was literally written by a maniac. Like the next, <laughs> the next. I want like there's loads of verses, right? But like the next verse is heading into twilight, spreading out her wings tonight. She got you jumping off the deck, shoving into overdrive, highway to the danger zone, and then right. the last like. The last three minutes of the song is just highway to the danger zone, going to take it right into the danger zone, highway to the danger zone, right into the danger zone. <laughs> Help me, I can't stop saying danger zone. I keep saying danger zone, etc. Because <laughs> I, I always thought it was right into, you know, like an old man uh, giving you directions. Oh, you know, right. You're looking for the yeah, danger yeah. zone, is it? You want to go right and it's, you can't miss it. You if take that in, highway... If you're in the safety zone, you've gone too far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But why are we talking about da- why are we talking about danger zone? I know we've gone back all the way to 1986. It's Dre. It's Ed. It's Top Gun, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm on meds for my vertigo, and uh, it's making me very excited. <laughs> you don't want to have vertigo I'm, when you're up in those F-14s. Hey, uno, dos, tres, catorze, <laughs> F-14s. I'm more of a MIG guy myself. I'm more of a MIG guy. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> uh, look, Top Gun. Um, 
fitting that we're watching it now it, the sequel just came out we might talk a little bit about maverick i think we've all seen it right so yes. we can we, we we can we can have a little bit of a chinwag on that but we said we watched top gun go back to 1986 see what we think about it before we get into it we always talk about what did the movie mean to us in the past what memory does it evoke for me like to be honest with you i I, I I just remember I have a vague memory of seeing it. I like I I, I saw it when I was a when I was a teenager uh, on TV one night. To be honest with you, it never really resonated with me as a kid. I I, I wasn't a big. I, like, I remember uh, meeting like when I was traveling, meeting guys, and they were doing all these quotes from 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 Top Gun, and they were calling each other like the they get. Uh, I, I keep saying an avatar names, uh, gamer names. What's <laughs> what do they call it? Their fighter man names. Uh, their Whatever, handles. they're code names. Nicknames, they're handles. Yeah. They're handles, nicknames. That's yeah. it. Handle. But they were doing all that stuff. And I, I wasn't get. And usually, like, hey, I'm a reference guy. I like a reference. I'm a movie guy. <laughs> and I didn't yeah, really know what yeah. these guys were talking about. And then when um, when Paula's sister got married, I remember her um, her now husband was talking about um, the you got that love and feeling scene in Top Gun. I just remember him mentioning that once. And I just didn't get the reference. I said, I, I don't remember that. So there's, there's a lot of Top Gun that I just kind of passed me by so i came into it the other night watching it fresh fresh eyes um now did i like it hey let's talk about that later but um <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey some, some top no hosting there by your host Trevor Brown. <laughs> yeah yeah wait for the sequel podcast guys listeners. yeah yeah Trump's I want to. I want to get a seven. Up, but whether he likes it, a little bit later <laughs> yeah. on. I've been listening a lot to of um, this American Life. How they kind of, you know, they they uh, they get seven episodes out of one topic. You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that uh, shit. <laughs> yeah, Trevor. Trevor liked the movie, or did he? Dung, 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 dung. <laughs> <laughs> Next week on oh. This American Life. Uh, but Andrea, well, remember, what about he came you? Like, in and he rented it out, and he said. Uh, he didn't rewind it. I remember that. But whether you like the movie, I'm not too sure. Why don't you ask 17 more people over a series of episodes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know who that was. That was Kenny Loggins again. <laughs> Old Kenny. Uh, what about what about you, Andrea? Where does it bring you back? Or did you see it when you were younger? Are you like me? Are you a Top Gun numpty? Yeah, like I, I, I'm probably the same as you, Trev. Like I was surrounded by references to it growing mm. up and you know lads that i hung around with as teenager as a teenager just that, um, that volleyball crew <laughs> yeah <laughs> they loved just it, con- it you know like constantly quoting it and yeah the, all, the references kind of going over my head a bit mm. and i like i had i had seen it as a kid but like yourself it wasn't it didn't you know it didn't punch me in the gut or anything and Maybe it was because I watched it at home. I didn't see it in the cinema, obviously. Mm. Um, I wasn't born yet. I wasn't even thought of, Trev. Hey, um, a, sounds like a bit of an excuse now I've seen a movie, if you ask me, not being born, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed watching it with fresh eyes. And yeah, like you, Trev, let's see what I'll have to say about it. <laughs> what about what, 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 you, would, you? You'd know we're all going to a stag in two days. We're all yeah. we've got. We're getting juicy. We've got the. the we got the. Hey, you got the pre-stag vibes. Uh, and, and guys, little little Trev's trivia. We're, we're, me and Andrea are going to Berlin in two days on a little holiday, yeah. and 
what does this have to do with Top Gun? Well, Berlin <laughs> wrote the song to Top Gun, Take My Breath Away. <laughs> so there's a little link. Hopefully uh, anyway. none of our breaths will be taken away on the stag because <laughs> I don't yes. want to die before yeah. I get married. I <laughs> and my handle is yeah. Stagman. <laughs> Stagman. Oh yeah, I haven't even picked mine. What's mine? The Badger. Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> the Badger. Are we picking? Are we picking uh, pilot handles or like serial killer <laughs> names? <laughs> another dead body and a dead badger left on top (laughs) I saw in my little research I saw a little making of and somebody was asked like uh, you know how do you get how do the lads get all the handles and um, this guy just goes you basically just go you all go and you get pissed together and you know you might fuck something up it's basically something that you fucked up during your training or on a drunken night out so they're all kind of negative uh, yeah nobody ever really has a let like a legendary positive nickname it's all after a boo-boo you made and then it sticks it's given so to you by other people you fucked up in your life maybe yeah. my yeah. nickname could be um <laughs> physics leave insert <laughs> should, hey should have done pass hey it should have done pass over there <laughs> i can't i can't shake him he's on my tail physics leave insert where are you <laughs> Ordinary right behind you first wife ordinary level trev yeah 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 i'm kind of on the same page as Mm. um altitude as us exactly i'm on the same altitude Mm. and probably the same speed which is super speed in an f-14 fighter pilot (laughs) yet um i'd actually never i'd never actually seen the the movie Mm. until uh i watched it for this podcast I'd, I'd seen really? bits. Really? I'd seen bits and pieces of it. Like when I was on TV, I might have watched. Um, I think I probably saw the ending before I saw the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I watched it. I watched it backwards, kind of the way you'd read a Japanese magazine, and I just knew it from. You know, it's one of those movies where it's like so. It's so eighties. Um, yeah. yeah. And I knew. I knew generally what the kind of plot was. Yeah, but I was surprised by how little or a lot I liked it. You'll find out, listeners, at the end of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, you'll find out right now. Um, yeah, yeah. I was I because I was like, what is the actual plot of it? Is it just? It can't be just like lads doing exercises to see who can fly a plane the best. Mm. And yeah, that's yeah. it. That's pretty much. It's like for a for a big budget movie that's a huge kind of uh staple of the 1980s you know it's one of those things where if there was a montage if the 1980s was a person that died and they did a montage of the 1980s top the gun Oscars. clips would be in there you know oh yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. if they did an oscars kind of yeah the, remember the eighties. Mem- in memory of the eighties. <laughs> yeah. In memoriam of the eighties. <laughs> be like Top Gun, big pile of cocaine. Um, yeah. it, it would be like an acapella version of How <laughs> yeah, David Grohl playing it acoustically. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I call him David Grohl. Uh, Dave Grohl. Um, yeah, yeah. No yeah. need to be so. Formal with uh, your formal. good friend Dave Grohl. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I have no kind of because I was, I mean, I was nine when it came out, but I, yeah. 
you know, I, I, I don't think I was even aware of it until the kind of nineties, and it was just, you know, it's just yeah. it's sunglasses, it's the song, it's, uh, you know, I feel the excessive need, the sweating need for speed, <laughs> yeah, sweaty, uh, yeah. sexy, sweaty, half naked men, um, yeah. Very, very uh, homoerotic, but sure. I mean, I suppose we'll talk about that. Uh, in that's in my <laughs> let's, talk about, let's talk about let's, let's, and back let's alley talk Oscars. Let's, Ed, Ed, let's save that for later, okay? Let's let's save all our chat for later. Okay, <laughs> when are we going to get to the real chat? <laughs> this whole podcast is a tease. Okay, yeah. Next section, uh, preface to the pot. Um, so um, let's ensure. <laughs> We make a good episode, guys. Yeah. Ensure. Hmm. Let's ensure we make a good episode, guys. Ensure. Do you you understand? What's the reference? I don't understand. (laughs) The reference is because (laughs) one of the first things I noticed when I watched, because I I watched the first Top Gun and then I went to see Maverick. Yeah. So... In the first one, you know the the opening sequence, the mm. the little caption that says on March third, nineteen sixty nine, the United oh, yeah. States Navy dun, established dun, dun, an elite dun, dun, school dun, 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 dun. for the yeah. top one percent of its pilots. Its purpose was to teach the lost art of aerial combat and to ensure. Oh. I N S U R E. There's a typo in it. They spelled it wrong. So no then, when way. I when um, when I was in watching Maverick and the the same cap the same thing comes up, yeah, yeah. I was re- I was like speed reading it to get to the ensure part, and they they had fixed it. <laughs> speed reading, <laughs> like seventeen <laughs> words, Andrea, and they give you two minutes to read it. <laughs> Were you were you moving your hand over the screen like that guy on those? Pause. (laughs) Stop the reel. Learn to speed read like Andrea. She can read seventeen words in two minutes. The movie's only eight minutes. We got to stretch it out somehow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We'll never get we'll never get it released in cinemas. Ed's really Uh, getting into stag mode. Stag mode banter. Let's get. We should have team names, T-shirts for the stag. So, um, <laughs> so you're Badger, Ed. You're Beardman. Beardman. Uh, no, I'm the Stagman. Yeah. Oh, you're the Stagman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trev, you uh, actually already have a pretty good one. Um, like you're Vertigo. Hey, Vertigo, baby. Oh, yeah, Uno yeah. dos trace. And that's why, that's why your plane keeps spiraling out of control. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I never <laughs> make it into past bushes. thirty minutes of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, speaking of typos and, and words, um, a nice little tiptoe across into into uh, for your consideration. The thing I have for your consideration is like n- not necessarily the best, but one of the most iconic intro sequences. That like the planes, you mm. know, um, with the, with the the, the the red kind of sunburst um, mm. evening or dawn sky, whatever whatever it is. Um, magic hour, magic hour, and all the planes <laughs> coming in. Uh, it's brilliant, and and hey, little Trev's trivia: when they were filming that, Tony Scott like spent like five ten minutes getting all those shots, and that's just real guys doing their jobs. Yeah. But he wanted more, so he. But they were they were kind of trying to chase the sun, so he asked the captain to turn the ship around and go in the other direction for like five minutes, just so they could get more of that stuff, more of that scenery. And the captain said it cost twenty five thousand dollars just to turn the ship. That's how big the ship is, uh, which is sixty five thousand. US dollars in today's money. A little bit of a inflation calculation going on there. 
And <laughs> there and then he just signed a check and said, yeah, turn that fucking ship. I'm the boss. I'm the boss man. Why Do what I say. Just, why didn't he just turn the camera? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, look. Well, because they're on a there's ship. A, there's a, he, he, was on a lot of, he was on a lot of cocaine, Andrea, okay? He had taken a lot of cocaine that day. You can't turn the camera away from everything he's shooting. Yeah. To shoot the, just the song. I can't turn my iPad around. Turn the fucking ship around, guys. Yeah. Tony Scott. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm well, referencing. You um, know, aircraft carriers don't get out of bed for less than $25,000. True. True. Yeah. The super and ships. Of They're the super ships. <laughs> yeah 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 um so yeah I, I, and i i kind of have i hated a lot of the songs in the movie but i also kind of <laughs> think it's the best use of music in a movie in the 80s i'm very conflicted about it it's like it literally like like uh, like obviously hot shots took the piss out of it and that whole intro is just a big yeah. parody of their intro um but like even like the, the music in Top Gun and how it's used, or, or Hot Shots, should I say, is hilarious. And uh, like, it's just, it's so, it's such a parodyable. Is that a word? Am I, am I verbalizing the word that doesn't isn't it a verb? But it's such a movie that's fucking plump for for uh, ripe for ripe for plucking, uh, <laughs> rib rib for sucking. Uh, <laughs> it's a big turkey of a movie, but not in the sense yeah. that it juicy, did it's badly juicy at the box plumping. office. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, no, it's just yeah, it's best use of music in a movie. Um, well, it keeps look, it keeps basting itself in its own musical juices because yes. for so long dun, the like it's teasing the full. It's like you know, it's like uh, it's like it's just putting the tip in, and you just want to go full <laughs> dick inside. And it just takes ages for the full penetration of take my breath away. Isn't it funny, though? It's literally that, though, because like the the song only reveals itself when they have that um, like the blue lighting sex scene. That's when. So like every romantic scene is like, yeah, and it's teasing and teasing and teasing. And then it cuts to him at his top off. uh, And actually. (laughs) I'm I'm now getting into the cutting room floor from from my perspective before I hand it over to you to get both but on my cutting room floor is yeah. the blue lighting scene because yeah. mine, that, mine that sex scene yeah. oh like turn my turn my stomach yeah, yeah it was <laughs> turn, awful yeah, yeah turn my yeah I we were like we were laughing watching it and like like lit, like it's the first time I was watching a movie where me and Paula actually went ah like just, <laughs> yeah. it's a, the tongues it's like this big lizard tongue going yeah. into her and he's like yeah that's it that's not, that's what specifically what ooh. turned me off this weird it was like it, it was like two teenagers who just learned how to French kiss yeah um, it's but all, the whole film is all very juvenile and that just yeah. is like. The yeah. epitome of it, isn't it? I thought, yeah, I thought it was like like seeing them cuss, kissing with their tongues. It was like watching Daddy Longlegs having sex. Do you ever see like a Daddy Longlegs <laughs> having sex with a? They're like, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that. Hang on a second, really? I'm just going to Google it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There you very go. similar. See, viewers the, at home, they're doing it at Magic Google Hour image. as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, that's uh, why it's called uh, Daddy Longlegs. Hmm. <laughs> oh. Yes. Oh. But Trev, I think the music is was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, um, the Harold Faltermeyer music because I love that. Um, dun dun, you know that kind of 
Boom, boom. Yeah. Cut, cut it in, Trev, because I'm not doing it justice. Uh, cut it into yeah. the actual uh, edit. But the, and the... New, 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 new. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's fucking great. And then, and then I was like, I was like, what, what else did he do? And he did um, one of my favorite ever uh, scores when I was a kid. Which was Beverly Hills Cop? That do 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 Tony Scott strikes again. Yeah, he um. Well, Tony Scott did the did the did the sequel. Oh, the sequel, yeah, yeah. He didn't do the first one, but uh, yeah, Harold Faltermeyer, the German, he was basically he was like the Hans Zimmer of his day. Um, before there was a Hans Zimmer, but like, there's a reason why the 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 sequel well i mean the sequel begins exactly the same way in so mm. far that i thought i that they just accidentally played the first top gun <laughs> instead of the sequel <laughs> yeah. um yeah. but they still use that, like that sort though. of it's glorious that, though though i love that the, gong. the opening sequence is glorious it's lovely yeah yeah it's really like it's really well and like it's it's great to see it i kind of regret not seeing it in imax i guess we'll get to the sequel once we've talked about um top gun yeah. Coming let's up say, later, let's save that folks. One for, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's put a pin in that one, guys. Too okay. Let's save that for the so preamble of. Uh... I feel like a cushion <laughs> or a hellraiser. <laughs> I thought. Um, I mean, I thought it, it looked fa- fantastic, obviously, um, mm. and I thought uh, I, I was kind of confused as to whom was whom, and mm. I also didn't even realize that tim robbins was in the movie i was just gonna say yeah. until so the, i watched until the very end yeah. when it, they're all like celebrating yeah. and stuff and like yeah. oh there he is there's tim, there's tim robbins because like, he was obviously in the scenes with the um uh you know when they're sitting down going i'm the top gun no you're not me yeah. i'm the one who is top gun um <laughs> he's, he's there yeah. merlin is his yeah. is his handle and I was merlin, like, yeah. which is a great handle and also, I think it's kind of because, like, he's six foot five, and mm. I was thinking he's a big guy. Fair play to him for being like he must have been very, very cramped in one of those F fourteen <laughs> cockpits. Yeah, his, yeah. his knees True. must have been up in his in his ears. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, he managed to he survived the whole fucking movie. Um, yeah. Also, uh, back alley Oscars, uh, your man whose name I've never learned and never will. But he played the principal in uh, Back to the Future. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. He yeah. was he was the kind of go-to guy for a while in the eighties for loud. I'm so sh- angry and I'm I'm annoyed yeah. with you. He's like born to be the chief of police, uh, yeah. demanding yeah. the main character's gun and badge. Uh, yeah. Only, yeah. Only and this time, or Marty McFly's hall pass, um, or in a in a, a little known. Uh, not known in a terrible movie called Masters of the Universe, where he plays a cop who um, also shouts. Um, yeah, I just, I just James Tolkien. He's ninety one now. Is he still alive, James Tolkin? He probably. He's I mean, he's alive. always looked ninety one, but I just, yeah. I just liked him. I, I kind of missed, I missed him from the second movie. I thought you had like a little bit of him in Ed Harris, but Ed Harris yeah, was essentially yeah. just like two scenes basically mm. and you yeah. just had John Hamm instead of him like I like John Hamm but I would have liked 
uh, a kind of a I guess that would have been too much of a throwback when you already have Tom Cruise yeah. who is uh, the ultimate throwback oh and Val Kilmer yeah. just for being a fucking beautiful man and the actual top gun of the movie Val Kilmer is the top gun Mr. Yeah. Top Gun TG and the speaking of Maverick if we're tipping into it um, I actually Obviously have a hot spoilers. take spoilers spoiler alert everybody I've got a hot take. Hot take Trev coming through. Let me get this off the grill. Okay. Um, John Ham, speaking of grill, uh, Mr. Ham himself, I think it was a terrible move for him to be in that movie. I think the character he plays is, it, there's a danger of him becoming this kind of actor that plays those kind of nothing roles. Like they, just that bit part guy who's like a bit of an antagonist yeah, um, he 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 kind of pushes pushes a few key plot points along. Doesn't have any real arc himself. Um, it, it's a nothing part that could be played. Like I think John Hamm. Yeah, like Mister Madman. If he if he keeps doing roles like that in five years, he's gonna be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not dead, but his career will definitely suffer. <laughs> you're just you're trying to get that in. Yeah, they'll, they'll trace it back to. Um to you if he dies yeah I th- do you know what i, I like t- honestly i thought i thought he was i thought he was fine i hear what you're saying it is yeah. kind of like it's the sort of uh, you what he can't do that what's he doing that for oh, oh shake my fist um yeah yeah but i mean obviously yeah. he played it a little bit uh a little bit more subtly than that but yeah i was actually watching it going oh john ham's in this and i was thinking yeah. god man i actually thought when I saw him first, I was like, God, he's really good in Mad Men. And then I was trying to think of the movies that he's been in in the last while. And not a lot of them are very good. There's that one Baby Driver, uh, that Edgar yeah. Wright movie that's not very good. And yeah, like he's, he's got the comedy chops. Like, you know, I think we're, we we mentioned him in our Bridesmaids episode. Mm. Yeah. He's fucking really funny. Like, he can do it all. And he's a handsome man. And he's a handsome man yeah. without being like uh, annoyingly handsome to the point where you're like fuck that handsome guy he's kind of re- he's relatable like he could actually go f- have a drink with him uh yeah, yeah. but i don't i don't uh <laughs> mother may i <laughs> i'll have to ask uh, yeah, i'll have yeah. to ask harris permission um, he's the kind of guy i'd like to have a drink with yeah. maybe suck his cock you know he's, that kind of guy he's, co- he's coming on the stag trev <laughs> In your mouth, <laughs> but he is. Oh, there's lots of lots of Berlin lots of extra good Berlin banter for the uh, for the uh, subscribers. The listeners feel like they're the listeners feel like they're getting on board a Ryanair flight 102 and heading to Berlin <laughs> with Ed and Dre. Who's I've tra- got <laughs> I've got some some back alley Oscars. Oh Go yeah. For it. Hey, I... ni- nice. Uh, Cool segue, Dre. <laughs> for, for my back alley Oscars, I think um, for the first, for the original Top Gun, everything that happens in the sky, because that's when I got, that's when I became invested in the film. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was really impressive. I was like buzzed oh. watching it. Um, also, Meg Ryan, I thought was fantastic. And I thought she would have made her first a much, movie a much better leading lady. Like she, she, there would have, been maybe better chemistry mm. between mm. her and Tom, um, but she had such a lovely little relationship with um, with Goose, and um, yeah. yeah, what a doll! Before what he a doll. before his goose was cooked, <laughs> yeah. Charlie I, like <clears throat> sorry, Charlie was awful. 
Charlie. I th- I thought, and I actually thought that Tom Cruise was awful in the first film. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you know what I noticed from cocky eighties Cruise? Yeah, because yeah, his like, voice is so kind of boyish and yeah, kind of he's high. Just yeah. An annoying fucking cunt of a man in it. You know. What I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He like follows her, yeah, follows her yeah. into the toilets because she yeah. rejects him. Following her into the do, doing a be, flash mob of everyone singing. The fucking you've lost that loving feeling. Uh yeah. yeah. He's um he's a sort of an entitled you know, he's kind of your yeah. typical straight white entitled male. Yeah. Except he's flying in the sky. Do you know what though, Dre? I strangely enough, you're saying all the aerial stuff, I actually thought mm. that was kind of confusing to me. Um oh, really? in the first movie. In the second movie, I thought it looked incredible. Uh, yeah, and well, actually... They were actually in that sky then. And actually made... Yeah, but also it kind of made sense as well because... Um, they they explained it a lot better what the objective was and what they were yeah. doing. Yeah, well, the, the there was one. no real... That's the thing about the first Top Gun movie. It's the lo, it's such low stakes. It's just these two, yeah. these two MiGs show up uh, with these faceless, um, you yeah. know, put, put whatever... Uh, terrorist organization is popular at, uh, at the time on them. Yeah, and then IRA, and, they, and they f- they, it was two IRA. It's like we've got some Top Gun fellas. Let's get them. <laughs> we've got our we've got our Megs yeah. trained on you, Top Gun. We're flying into Miramar. We're gonna blow these fuckers up. We're going to put you on ice, Mister Ice Man. Um, <laughs> so the IRA are flying in these Megs, and they sh- they sh- they shoot them out of the sky or whatever. That's the only part that kind of made sense. But the rest of the time they're flying around, it just looked... I mean, obviously, I thought it was an amazing achievement for, you know, the technology they had in, in 1986 uh, versus, mm. yeah. you know, what they can do these days. These days with smaller cameras and, you know, better special effects. and uh, Yeah, the, the, there was only one camera they could use yeah. because it was the only camera that fit in the cockpit. It, where yeah. now you could just put a fucking GoPro, you I th- know. I, not a I, GoPro. But yeah, yeah, I think they had like yeah. six or so cameras on each uh, plane in the sequel. I, I was, yeah. I, I was listening to an interview with the director of it. He was talking about how they shot like 200, 300 hours of, of, of footage. They'd shoot for a whole day and might get like a couple of seconds. So yeah, because yeah, they they just send them up flying, yeah. and then the director is just waiting on the ground because they obviously don't have a link to, yeah. you know, the live feed. So yeah, I think in the sense of uh, how much more difficult, it, like it seems difficult enough now, but like back then, Tony Scott getting any kind of usable footage, and there's a couple of moments where it's you know when he when he flies upside down and he's like flipping mm. the flipping the bird off at. Yeah, one of the yeah. IRA guys, and he's like, "I think he's, I think he's flipping the bird <laughs> off at my hair." This fucking Top Gun fellow's getting a bit, getting a bit uppity of himself. Who's he think he is? He's very, he's very short. Um, that looked kind of very composited, green screeny kind of. I was like, yeah, "Oh yeah, yeah, this is this yeah. is an old movie." Um, yeah, well, appa- apparently, um, the only footage from the first film from people being in the sky uh, or in the cockpit or whatever was that was usable was Tom Cruise's all the footage that they got of all the other actors you know in the back seat mm. of all the planes wasn't usable because they all kept passing out getting sick 
Um, no way. Well, yeah, it just none of it looked good. So all of the other actors did their stuff with a green screen. Like wimps. In a, so in even a back then he was. Yeah, back then he even did yeah. it. And and I, I remember. Go, so go on. Oh no, it's just like in the new film, it's just incredible that he is flying these planes. It, yeah, yeah. it really blew my mind. And it's mad how invested he was and he, he didn't want to do the movie for a couple of years they were, they were chasing him for a couple of years and after Risky Business came out he got approached by Bruckheimer to do it again and he basically said that he'd do it on the condition that they totally integrated him into the filmmaking process because he basically wanted to go to like production school he wanted to learn yeah. how a film was made end to end he wanted input he basically wanted to be like a producer without getting the title of a producer. So basically, I'll I'll, I'll do that role for you for free, but you need to include me in it. For the um, original or the second for the, one? For the original, for the original. Oh, wow. And, and that kind of set him on that trajectory yeah, of yeah. like, you know, yeah. you know, leading these fucking tempo yeah. movies, like, you know, where it's like Top, top Gun or Top Gun, <laughs> Tom Cruise, um, juggernauts, as they'd say in the in the movie business. Yeah, becoming the, yeah. the becoming, he kind of became the sort of Jerry Bruckheimer, uh, yeah. Don Simpson, but without the crazy Don Simpson <laughs> excess uh, and <laughs> yeah, uh, plastic yeah. surgery. Well, who knows? Um, well, like, say say what you want about Scientology. They're obviously doing something right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's another yeah, we, point. We've, all, we've already just forgotten about that whole Scientology, Brooke Shields, uh, Katie Holmes controversy, haven't we? Like, it's like, it's like he jumps out of a few planes, makes a few Mission Impossible movies, and everyone's like, ah, you gotta yeah. love Tom Cruise. Uh, yeah, but I mean... That showbiz, baby. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> but I, I mean, sure, look, they're all fucking lunatics, like, you know? Um, True, yeah. To a certain extent. I honestly I, I honestly don't give a, sh- give a shit about that, unless he's like... Um, I, I mean, I'd feel a bit more... He's Like, he's not slapping people live on TV. Uh <laughs> Like like Will Smith <laughs> was, you know. I, I feel a bit iffy about Will Smith now. I'm like, that's a bit kind of. At least Tom Cruise has his emotions in check, um, but he believes his emotions are, are are negative and caused by the ghosts of aliens. But that's yeah. that's his belief, like you know. Um, yeah. As long as he's making fucking kick-ass movies, I honestly couldn't give a shit. Um, yeah. But uh, I like I don't know what kind of deal he's done with the devil because. He he does look he, he does look fucking fantastic. Um, he yeah. looks incredible now. I thought he looked like a bag of shite in the first film. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Ma- Maverick, my god, he's what age is he? Fifty nine. Yeah, yeah. Fucking it's, hell! It's unbelievable, isn't it? What it's a man! Be- he's he he's beautiful. I think he does this thing where he <laughs> splashes like ice cold water on his face every morning because yeah. that tightens yeah. your skin or something. He has this whole oh. he has this whole regiment and whatnot. But like he's he he literally everything he does is towards looking good on the movie screen. Screen. Yeah. And making mm-hmm. the most entertaining movies he can make. And as we record this, any second now, probably maybe by the end of this recording, by the time it goes out, Top Gun Maverick will have made uh, a billion in oh. in the global box office, it's ma- it's, it's made more money tonight. in America than uh, Doctor Strange two. Tank in fuck. in the crazy times of the world of going through the <laughs> kabow or whatever it's called, Dis- 
the the the, the strange yeah. the stranger no i i think in some ways that is uh fatigue from uh audiences that they don't want to see these superhero fucking movies anymore um but, yeah. and also there's something kind of comforting and very sort of simple uh simple storytelling and and very basic easy to follow uh uh storyline which is top gun maverick but yeah we'll talk yeah, about like that e- later <laughs> but even the <laughs> yeah. let's the save love, that let's save that for the pod guys but you see that the love story in in maverick is way more believable and it's 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 more genuine yeah, and yeah. it's just a nicer story. Yeah. Mm. The love story in would you even call it a love story in the first one is forced and juvenile yeah. and yeah. just a bit ugly and it's it 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 screams like this was put in this was written in after because they wanted they had all the lads with all the action stuff and they wanted to get some of the broads to watch yeah. it, you know. And they wrote this awful storyline. I thought it would, it, like, it would have been brilliant without it, you know. Yeah, there was no need. The, yeah, the, one of the one of the funniest lines from the movie, though, is uh, or the, not even lines, just moments that I found unintentionally funny, is from the love story. Though, is when uh, Tom Cruise was um, going on a date with her, and he was late for the date because he was playing volleyball with the boys. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, he plays volleyball all day yeah. and just like puts on his shirt after being out in the sand all day, uh, just puts on a big dirty shirt and walks into this hot date's house. And the first thing he says to her is, hey, can I have a shower? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, who does that? He doesn't, like, he, who, he doesn't even go, ask Trev. He, he just goes, I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to take this a shower. This is his first yeah. time in her house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know, I, thought, I yeah. thought that was kind of classic sort of game behavior. You know, like he was... A little he, bit, he, yeah. Yeah. He shows up late because he was yeah. playing volleyball and he's sweaty <laughs> and he just wants to take a shower. Playing and then, with the boys. And then at the end of it, when it just seemed like they were going to kind of hook up, he yeah. just fucks off. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever heard or seen the famous Quentin Tarantino uh, monologue. Uh, about Top Gun, the Top Gun monologue, yeah, yeah. We, uh, years ago, yeah, yeah which is it, it's in this movie called Sleep with Me, where he he just has a cameo as a guy uh, at a party who's mm. talking about the um, the homosexual uh, subtext in Top Gun, yeah. where and he mentions the fact that uh, you know, like he she represents uh, heterosexuality and like Top Gun and all the sweaty boys and volleyball is like, it to- you know, it's a very, very gay scene. Yeah. And yeah. We work hard. We play hard. It's, it's for the, <laughs> yeah, it's for the, <laughs> everybody dance now. <laughs> it's the male, it's the male gaze, uh, but looking at males <laughs> and then she, she's trying to get him to be, no, come on and be, be a, a heterosexual man. Be a big strong and man. And the very next scene where, after he f- fucks off and she sh- she's like, no, I won't let you have a shower. I've, I'll have to put the immersion on and that costs money. And he's like, fine, I'll fuck off then. And then the next day he sees her, the next scene he's like goes in the elevator and she's, according to Tarantino, uh, he's dressed like, she, she's dressed like a man. She's got like a hat on and she's wearing a jacket and stuff. 
Yeah. Now, the reason for that, uh, Ed's Easter egg here, is that that scene was shot. Um, that was like a, a like a reshoot or an additional shooting, and her hair. Mm. She changed the color of her hair, so they had to hide her hair in a in, yeah, a, in a baseball, a baseball hat. hat. Yeah, yeah, but it's this kind of. I mean, yeah, like of course you can you can read uh, homosexual um, subtext in a movie where there's lots of young, sweaty, virile men. But yeah, I think I think uh, well, the fact that she is the instructor is a reason to have the love story in it. But yeah, but their love story is yeah. completely. I I don't. Yeah, I don't believe it. I don't like the. There's a bit where <laughs> when they're singing Great Balls of Fire at the piano and she's there uh, with Goose and Meg Ryan and Pete, Pete uh, Maverick Mitchell. And I was just... Go- Pete yeah. Mitchell, the the worst name you could have if your name is Maverick. <laughs> Maverick Mitchell. Pete, Pete, Pete Mitchell, sir. I, Reporting for duty. They call me Maverick. <laughs> and I was just thinking, like, what does she see in this guy? Like, you know, where is yeah. where is this relationship going? And then she nearly she yeah, nearly crashes her car like she's like driving through red lights to fucking yeah, yeah, cha- yeah. chasing yeah, him down like a fucking lunatic chasing him down after he's revved the engine a few times in front of her house like a yeah. like a teenager yeah but I, I kind of thought the same thing Dre when I was watching Maverick and um I was like oh is this kind of shoehorned in but again I thought it was much more um. He was nice to believable in this in Maverick. But see, they it, were it nice actually, to each other. It was shoehorned in Ed because that the reason why she looks so different in the lovemaking scene is they finished shooting the film and the, they took it to a test audience, and the test audience said that they were disappointed that they didn't get to see them bone. Yeah. So they so that was an extra went thing back and they show. were like, right. Yeah. The, give the people what they want, and the two, those two, uh, the two actors had moved on to another film and had changed their looks. So, like that's why Tom has a towel around his head because his hair was really long. So they wanted to hide that. He, he, was um, he doing Born of the Fourth of July? Is that what he was doing? Oh, I'm not sure. Mm. What I'm trying to think doing. of long hair yeah. or what else would he be? Yeah, like it, it was just it was just a lot longer because you know he was obviously quite. I thought for, I think yeah. he was wearing a wig in that movie, Trev. I think this is the this is a movie magic thing where <laughs> they don't shut down production and wait for him to grow his hair long. <laughs> like, oh, it's yeah. it's costing us a fortune. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, jeez. So the test audiences were like, we want to see a scene where they fuck like daddy long legs. Yeah. <laughs> And the um, tongue, the, tongue scored high on the test with our focus group. <laughs> Can we get more tongue, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> when you were talking about the the soundtrack earlier, I just I love that Danger Zone comes on whenever it's like the the hint of Danger Zone comes on whenever it's like boy stuff talking about doing the boy yeah. stuff, doing a mission, and then the take my breath away. The hints of that come on basically tingle throughout whenever he's a bit horny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, whenever yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like thinking about sex, there's a little yeah. tingling. Yeah. Whenever he's, whenever he's balls, jizz, gonna do something with it. <laughs> Tingle in my balls, pulling up to my penis. <laughs> <laughs> going to fuck an aeroplane tonight. 
<laughs> oh yeah, they, they cut out that scene where he's having full blown sex with one of the the jets with an a with an A forty two whatever it's called an F eleven F fourteen yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. He's lo- but he's but he's looking a at a picture of a Mig, so he's kind of like emotionally cheating <laughs> on on the plane. You, yeah. you know, for their um, for their uh, what's what 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 are my things? Dre's delights. Okay, here's a Dre, Dre's yeah. delight. You know, for their. Uh, their scenes together, Charlie and Maverick. Mm. Tom, like there's there's a big height difference. Well, not too big. Um, height difference between them. Yeah, he's five seven and she's five ten. Whenever they were in a scene together, <laughs> Tom Cruise wore special cowboy boots. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. Lips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like De Niro in uh, The Irishman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or or Bono in Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you know? I was thinking yeah. that when I was watching it, there was a couple of moments where I was like, um, and one of them was I, I was thinking uh, when he's standing beside Goose, and uh, mm. your man is chomping the, for me or the, the the ball guy chomping the cigar, uh, the the principal from uh, Hill Valley. Is ch- is uh, chewing them out? Apparently, they were all. One of them was on a box. One of them was in a was in a trench. But even <laughs> yeah, even yeah. at that, Tom Cruise is like he's he's way, he's smaller than Anthony Edwards who played Goose. But uh, yeah. Yeah. he's actually way way uh, smaller than he appears in that scene. He just had to stand him on a box so they could have him mm. in the same frame. But I was thinking, yeah, Tom Cruise today would never have his co-star best friend uh be played by an actor who was taller than him and and there's another <laughs> bit where he's he's driving the motorbike i think it's just before he's like ch- he's like chasing the the yeah. plane which he does again in top gun maverick he doesn't learn his lesson he a fucking plane is uh, f14 or uh, whatever that plane is it's way faster than a motorbike tom you idiot <laughs> but he's like chasing it and in the f- first top gun you can see he's on like a safety car and he's not actually yeah he's not yeah. actually not on like he's not in control of the motorbike and i was like nah i bet you in the sequel he's definitely on a motorbike and there's like close-ups yeah, of him yeah. and, and sure enough oh, there was yeah 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 yeah, yeah. there's even a magician like waving like his cloak underneath it to make sure there, <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, yeah. there's no strings <laughs> yeah he does a little yeah, jump yeah. through one of those ho- hoops <laughs> through a hoop yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh who can tom hanks play in this movie dre i have an answer but i'll let you guys tom hanks can play one sec Tom Hanks can play whoever he wants <laughs> because he was offered the role of Maverick. Oh, was he? Was he offered he, the role of Maverick? Maverick was he, he was offered the role of Maverick and he turned yeah, it down. Yeah, I guess 1985, 86. But was he even that? He wasn't even that well known back then. It was like before. Oh, he was. He in, was, was a, yeah, that was bachelor party. This, like, uh, Hanks, wasn't this it? was like this was like uh, money pitch. Oh right. Oh, oh, so it was after it was after his Oscar nomination. Yeah. Because when was Big? What was his What, what was his first Oscar nom? Big. Philadelphia? I thought that was 88. Philadelphia is 94. Oh, was Philadelphia? I think yeah, it was okay. just before. Well, I think, do you know what? It was one of those things where, to, like, I think if anyone else in, and like, obviously, we love Tom Hanks. And I'm not saying that Tom obviously. Hanks wouldn't have made it a good movie, but I, I, Hank I, I don't think it would have been another edit point. I don't think it would have been, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and now we're leaving that one in. I don't think it would have been 
quite the cultural phenomenon if it wasn't for Tom Cruise being in it. If Tom Hanks was in it, it would have been a, a, a kind of an interesting movie about uh, fighter pilots or something. But I don't. Yeah, and we never would have gotten this uh, this sequel. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You true. Know? But, uh, but I, I because we would have we would have just fallen in love with you know him and Meg Ryan would have had their first on screen appearance yeah. together. Would they have then mm. made Sleepless in Seattle and all the yeah. rest? I don't know. Possibly would they have not. made the greatest film of all time? You've got mail. I don't know. So it's probably for the because I think <laughs> on, on the yeah, yeah, sliding doors. Because <laughs> Trev, are you going to say I think he could have played Goose? Yeah, me too. Yeah, I think he could have played Goose yeah, too. I think he would have been great as Goose. You've, you've got yeah. you've got Meg Ryan. Um, mm. You've you've got a famous piano scene, so you could replace the piano in the bar with a big blow up. Uh, you know, st- stamp on me piano. Oh yeah. And instead of pl- instead of great, great balls of fire, him and Cruz could have done the dance. You know, chopsticks. chopsticks yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. So I think. That could but have been then, like, that but could then nice he probably moment. wouldn't do big, because he'd be like, I've already done the piano. I've thing. done that scene already in Top Gun. So, and yeah. then all of a sudden, mm. you know, Tom Hanks is saying, oh, "I think we might have it in a size 11 I'll check the back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sliding doors. We want to be careful with those sliding doors. And I'm not talking about the uh, like rom-com yeah. sliding doors, <laughs> which Tom, Tom um, Hanks could also be in. Fireside is the Irish storytelling podcast. Every week you'll hear tales of mythic Irish gods, Arthurian knights, or Norse Vikings. There is folklore from Ireland and around the world, and even historical legends like Brian Baru and Gráinne Whale. Whether from poetry or prose, lyric or legend, if there is a good story at the heart of it, you'll find it here. I'm Kevin C. Olahan. I'm your host and fireside bard. With over 150 episodes and rising, there has never been a better time to join us by the fireside. Are we ready for Trev's watch? Watch. Oh yes. Hey, yes. this is this is one of the, my hey guys. This is one of my all time favorite movie watches. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let me just make the, a mark of the edit point for ninety eight percent of the <laughs> listeners <laughs> who are expecting a movie podcast. No, no, I love I love your watch. Watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, it's the Porsche Design nineteen seventy chronograph. Uh, hey. Famous watch. We all know what this is when we're talking about it. I just, I say, I say the words black PVT, uh, you know, bezel, you know, sure. uh, black, black stainless steel, uh, you know, ceramic. It's got it all. It's got ceramics. It's got, it's got steel. It, it's basically this big black watch, but, but Cruz wears it for the whole movie. A BBW. He, nice. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a Porsche, it's, it's Porsche design. It's basically, a really cool looking chronograph. You know, you know, a chronograph watch is basically the watches with the little complications. In, you know, they've got like yeah, yeah. three little clocks inside them for, for, you know, you're basically measuring speed. It's, it's more of yeah. a racer, but pilots use them as well. But Tom Cruise used the watch in the movie, loved it. Uh, Bruckheimer took it off him after the movie because he just loved the watch and then kept it all his life and wore it like a lot. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and funnily enough. He could enough, afford his own uh, watch. <laughs> Well, uh, Cruz, Cruz <laughs> got it back. Watch. Cruz got it back off him for the sequel, 
and on the final day of principal photography sorry it wasn't it was actually the final day where the watch was in shot it was mm. literally like Bruckheimer went through like the the, the 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 call list and the prop list and it was the last day that the watch was needed he went up to him and tapped him on the shoulder and says give me the watch because he just <laughs> he wanted it back and the crew smashed it in front of him <laughs> yeah and apparently Tony Scott used to wear Cruz's boots so the cowboy boots that Tom Cruise was wearing in one of the scenes Tony Scott was like yeah I like them and he and and for a year like Tom Cruise bumped into him at Cannes like 10 years later and, and, and Tony Scott was walking around wearing the same boots he's like are you still wearing my Top Gun boots he's like yeah I like them they're nice boots uh, but yeah back to the watch because uh, hey our, our listeners are they want to hear about the watch they don't want to hear um, about boots but a little uh, a little you know, you like a Trev's trivia. Here's a Trev's shopping tip. Uh, there's a there's a cool there's a cool brand called Dan Henry, and they do a homage to this watch for three hundred euro. Uh, it's called the Maverick 1970. And uh, hey, I'm going to buy it someday. I like it. I love it. It's a it's a fun watch. Uh, you know, it's a little. Uh... <laughs> I'm still talking about the watch. Uh, but anyway, that's it. That, that, that's that's okay. Trev's that's, watch. Watch. That's literally three and a half minutes on 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 the watch. It's perfect. Yeah. Perfect little chunk yeah. to cut out that the subscribers <laughs> will get to hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah, is yeah. what they pay their yeah. their only five euro a month, <laughs> yeah, and you do yeah, not yeah. only get our extras, you get all the extras on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Yeah. Wow, what an organic <laughs> plug! <laughs> yeah, I I bring premium content to this podcast, and by premium content, that's get gets cut for the premium <laughs> listeners. <Yeah. laughs> The cast of Top Top Gun guys uh, was really good. They were the top one percent of acting talent in the eighties. But Tom Skerritt, they went to Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but but Tom Skerritt uh, in a scene has a baseball cap on that says Top Gun on it. Yeah, and yeah. I think yeah. I really appreciated that because I always love it in movies when they say the name of the movie. It gives me a little yeah. thrill. I love it. And I, I love it. Yeah. And this yeah. went one step further. Well, not only he's not saying the name of the movie, he's got the name of the movie on a fucking hat. And I think every yeah. movie should. Yeah. I think they should digitally insert baseball hats onto all the gangsters and Goodfellas, and it, it just says Goodfellas. Yeah. All the hobbits. <laughs> yeah, and like yeah, yeah, when yeah. when they're when they're bringing in uh, uh, um, Tommy, and he thinks he's going to get made, but spoiler alert for Goodfellas but he actually gets shot. They should put a baseball hat on him and then shoot, made into shoot, a him shish through, kebab. shoot him through the baseball hat. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes back to De Niro and he takes, he's in the phone booth and he takes his baseball hat off and he starts smashing his baseball hat against the phone booth. <laughs> you know, you could do it the way they, rela- they replaced all the guns with walkie-talkies and E.T. You could just replace guns <laughs> and everything else with hats in, in every movie. Yeah. Like Quint's yeah, hat yeah. in Jaws should have said Jaws on it. <laughs> or or Quint or Quint. <laughs> Quint Quint brackets Quint Shark the yeah. man who's I, after Jaws close brackets I uh, <laughs> I I do I do concur Ed I I love that when they have like the, the I remember as a kid when I saw Jurassic Park for the first time and there's the shot where they pan through the gift shop and then it cuts to Hammond eating ice cream yeah. and I remember seeing that as a kid and going oh it just made it all feel so real because I'm like. My, my mind exploded. I'm like, yeah, that they would have that stuff if they had a theme park. And that probably is the stuff that I can buy for the movie. And I want to buy that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it's like the most, it's like so clever. Uh, but yeah, it's just, 
I love it. And and when they say it as well, like, welcome to Jurassic Park. Hey, welcome to Top Gun. You're in Top Gun. Top, top, top yeah. gun. And the hat. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I had the same thing when I saw the hat. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I, I On the drinking game stuff, Dre, the only other thing I'll say, and we didn't talk about him too much, is anytime Val Kilmer makes a weird acting choice <laughs> yeah. in the movie, yeah. like... Um, like it's such it's such a bizarre performance by Val Kilmer. Like he's, yeah, he does this kind of chomping thing, like he's gonna bite him or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like it's you because like, you're dangerous. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I am dangerous, and then I'm, I'm wearing braces, so I can't do it. But he does the whole <laughs> bite thing. Uh, crazy. Like, <clears throat> is that the only chomp that's kind of a quote in cinema <laughs> history? Because people quote that by making the noise. You know, it's the only like yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean that—that's—that's—that's so that's, um, that's, uh, that's just the power of of this movie. I think yeah. the nostalgia aspect of this movie is far more entertaining for people than the actual movie itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, 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 and the movie kind of came out of the eighties and then turned into a bit of a party unto itself. Yeah, um, yeah. which which kind of made it it prolonged its life. I think. Yeah, like the. People watch it. Like, like I remember when I was in school, there was people, or sorry, college. There was people that watched like, you know, Lord of the Rings constantly, and then there was lads that watched like Top Gun, like after a lot of points. Like there was those guys as well, and then there's, you know, whatever. But Top Gun was that was definitely a niche in my school. There was like a, some of the guys in the engineering class when I was in DCU. They they used to watch Top Gun a lot, and again, I never fucking watched it. And, I, and I, it was that or the Goonies. It was like it's, it's this eighties thing. Mm. Um, so yeah, you're right. It's like you're you're watching it with a wink and a nod, um, which is funny because they it's a like it's a masterstroke how they leveraged that nostalgia and then brought out an actually good movie yeah. as a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's just bizarre. Like I actually thought that the sequel was going to be just. Dialer up to eleven, more, more camp, more, you know, um, fucking, you know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm laughing at Ed's horses uh, behind his head. <laughs> I hit the wrong, uh, hit the wrong button. I'm trying to get rid of. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we're, we're in a Zoom room, guys, and we like to superimpose images behind us to keep us on our toes. Uh, so Ed's got a lot of stallions <laughs> behind him. Um, but yeah, like the, um, it, it's a, ma- it's a masterstroke. Like they, they, they I thought they just ramp all up that '80s cliche stuff, and they didn't. They actually made a good movie out of it. Um, but look, hey guys, Trev's trivia. Are we, are we ready for this? Yeah, yeah. So look, the screenplay right was written by Jim Cash and Jack Epps Jr. And it was actually the screenplay was inspired by an article that was just called Top Guns. It was just an article yeah. about. Did you see that? Yeah, in the, the the California magazine. And they Bruckheimer read it, and they were like, you know, we we want to make a movie about this school, about the about this group of you know pilots and they threw the the script around uh, multiple writers they couldn't they couldn't land it anywhere but then finally this guy jim cash and jack ebbs jr they 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 hey they wrote the movie that they wanted to see so uh they rubber hit the road or rubber left the runway in this case mm. um <laughs> let me see what i got here uh, upon its release the movie had mixed reviews yeah we could kind of figure that um but despite this the gross was huge 300 357 million Against a production budget of fifty, it only cost fifteen million to make this movie. Fifteen million. But adjusted, adjusted for inflation, Trev. What's that? Hey, I, I got, <laughs> get your inflation calculator out. I got to get the inflation calculator, guys. Let me Crank do this. Crank up now. the inflation station. Nineteen eighty-five. 
in today's money, baby. Here we go. Maybe your maybe your <laughs> top gun handle should be abacus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forty forty million. Still pretty low. Still pretty low. Yeah. But then again, a, a lot movie. of this movie is just people in bars or sweating on a beach or you know there's actually not a lot of, well, of um dog fighting in this in this mm. movie. It's yeah, all leading true. up to it, like you know. Yeah, true. Speaking of sweat, we didn't talk about the sweat. Um, oh my god, it is the sweatiest. Yeah, very sweaty in it. Very yeah. sweaty. Very sweaty. Like there's, there's a scene where they're getting ready for like the real world scenario, and they're they're in the the room sweat, and everyone's really really sweaty, and that's when um when Iceman says, "I don't think Maverick's up to scratch. I don't think he can do this," but like. The whole, I, I was uncomfortable watching it. I was just like, can somebody open a fucking door? You know, <laughs> open the fridge, put on a fan. Like what? Like, like, like they'll be dehydrated by the time they get into the plane. Somebody had given them no a... air con in the Navy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're not in a submarine, are they? But, are they in a submarine? But that's, <laughs> that, that's the funny thing as well, because it's, I think that's just a kind of a, I mean, it's a cliche of movies where if you're in an airplane and the pressure's on and you're sweating, but, yeah. In actuality, if you're up twenty thousand, thirty thousand feet in the sky, it's fucking freezing cold, and bitter cold. You're not sweating, but like, yeah, everyone that was in the that was in the was that in the no, they weren't that sweaty in the in the second one. I appreciated that, but yeah, it's really sweaty, yeah. and like, there's fans, there's fans everywhere. In the second, more oily, yeah, yeah, they're there, oily. Yeah. There was fans yeah. everywhere in in in. In, in this in this original and I just was like those fans aren't aren't doing their job like you gotta get you gotta bring you if you got there have hey. you got the receipt for those fans because you gotta bring those back somebody stand <laughs> beside somebody stand beside Iceman because this mm. room is pretty hot actually I need to cool off was he sweaty because that would have been cool if his he, name was Iceman and Val Kilmer was very sweaty yeah. yeah which was very yeah he was very sweaty in one of the scenes which made me and there's a scene when there's also a scene with Val Kilmer and speaking of the choices that he makes he's brushing his hair when he gets out of the shower and he brushes his hair combs it back yeah and he's he's, wear, he's wearing this tiny little towel just barely covering his his uh, sausage and <laughs> he after brushing his hair, rather than like, so what would you do normally after brushing your hair? You'd, you know, put the brush down and put on your shirt, put on your pants. But he leans up against the locker as if he's going to stay. He's there for the night, like, and he just tucks the comb into his towel, like, <laughs> as, as if it's like a holster of a gun. And he's just, and he's just standing there flexing with like a comb sticking out of his crotch. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm a cool guy. I'm Val nice, Kilmer. It's, Iceman. Uh, Tony Scott was hired to direct the movie off the back of what? Um, oh, like com- well, commercials? Uh, yes, a commercial. A Saab commercial yeah. from the 80s. Yeah. Uh, him and, him and yeah, Ridley did a lot of commercials. They did a lot of commercials, yeah. yeah. The, the, the Saab was, uh, was driving against a fighter jet. And uh, Brookheimer was like, I like how that jet was filmed. I want to talk to this guy. And the um, director of... Top Gun Maverick is also a commercials director. Ah, that makes sense because I didn't really know that mm. guy before I um before I saw the Top Gun. Really, um, ah. what what did we um what mo- it won an Oscar? Top Gun. Oh, was it Best. sweatiest movie? <laughs> yeah, it was. Was it editing? Least no, sexiest sex away. scene. Best oh, wait, song. Best song. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, Best yeah. song. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, though, maybe, but like, it's, is it a good song? Not really. No, it's not. Dong, dong. I like that dong, dong. I like the watery bass, but other than that. If um, anything, like the, 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 the second film, Maverick, just flipping put a few more nails in Tony Scott's coffin and <laughs> the, the coffin of the film because it just went this film at a point one hour and eight minutes <laughs> would you call that an edit point i just think oh, no. i'm if just we, saying we, that maverick we keep in the original thing sorry go on now, that, now it is tony. an edit point poor poor tony so, sorry drake one but well how did i start that i won't say that uh, music song maverick put a nail in the coffin of the movie because yeah. of yeah sorry drake like if i could say anything about maverick is that it, it puts a nail in the coffin of the first film because it just it highlights how kind of shit it was yeah because yeah. it's like they they redid it and did it better you know it's like yeah it, better it's, faster it's, harder it's funny <laughs> but ima- ima- or, or, yeah imagine Cruz in, in the production meeting like he'd be laughed he'd be laughed at it like he, imagine him coming in saying I want to make Top Gun guys but I want to make it gritty and real and serious and it's going to be a good movie like people this time like, i'm flying the jets <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, what's yeah, yeah. the insurance on a tom cruise film oh, because he insists yeah. on doing everything did you did you think it was gritty yeah. and real i did, i thought it was the opposite of no that. but no it wasn't but compared to the original it was you know oh I mean? yeah yeah it's, but it's, i mean it's still you know. pure silly escapism oh, are, are we gonna popcorn. are we gonna finally talk about top gun maverick we, i know we've been teasing hey, well, it I, i'll let, okay, let me let me okay. let me let me let me take let me take the Trez trivia jack out of the box. Let me wind it up here. I've got a few more, <laughs> few more, few more guys. Okay. Uh, the the Navy were very influential in the in the scripting. Guys, didn't know if you know this, but uh, they uh, they took the script and they they gave loads of notes, and those notes were included. So um, let me see. The opening dogfight was moved to international waters. It was originally in the in Cuba, um, uh-huh. and the Navy were like, no, 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 put it in international waters. We don't want to be talking about Cuba in a movie. And yeah. the language was toned down. Um, do do do. Maverick's love interest was also changed from a female enlisted member of the Navy to a civilian contractor with the Navy due to the U.S. military's prohibition of fraternization between officers and enlisted personnel. So they're like, no, that's a big no-no. Don't put that in the movie. Mm-hmm. Make sure she's a common man uh, or a common person. Um, I talked about the Tony Scott signing the check to get the boat turned around. Uh, the the reshoots Ed you already talked about that um, McGillis was was in Made in Heaven so her hair was a different color all that stuff yeah. did did you did you read the did you read the sad trivia about the guy Art Skull yeah he, yeah the re, the renowned aerobatic pilot he was uh, doing a dogfight and uh, he had to do this like flat spin and the last they heard on the radio was I have a problem I have a real problem and the plane disappeared off the radar and they never found the wreckage never found the body what? and they really? dedicated yeah they no no they dedicated the movie in his memory at the yeah. end of it it comes up and they go in memory of of art skull uh, so there's a death on 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 the production of this movie Shit. which is kind yeah. of like really famously not talked about like yeah. it, like i have to kind of like like it's 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 on wikipedia it's on imdb but it's not like you think that would be like a movie where somebody died it's usually like yeah y- you'd imagine growing up people would talk oh sure, jesus you hear that happened during that movie well i mean Wasn't... i think it it, it kind of it happens a good well not a good bit on movies obviously every caution is taken but i remember sometimes it does yeah. it, like a triple x the vin diesel movie stuntman yeah. died on that there's a and i don't know if some of the stunt is actually still in the movie but oh, uh really? yeah 
he per he his parachute they misjudged it and he ended up like slamming into a bridge in Prague and he died of his injuries. Uh, but yeah. I suppose it's bad press regardless, so yeah, they don't wanna Real downer. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Give us a fun bit. Give us a fun trivia trip. <laughs> um Yeah, that, that's sad. Did anything uh, happen to Tony Scott afterwards? Did no, he go he, from strength yeah, to strength. He went from strength to strength, lived a long, happy life, and uh, made a lot of movies. He's uh, retired now. Yeah, retired now from life. He is very, he is very retired. <laughs> <laughs> He's tired, bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Hey, but look before we before we get into uh, IMDb movie stuff. Let, let, let's do our own little IMDb on the um, on, on Maverick. Let, 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 let's talk about it for two minutes. Okay, um, finally. <laughs> let's take we've the, all been waiting for. Let's it. take this cat out of the bag. Um, I think we can all agree that it's a better movie. Hundred yeah. percent. I think, like, I think t- to your point, Trey. I think what 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 it did is it took the the stuff from the from the first movie like the the fact that Maverick in the first movie is a shit and yeah there is a reference to I didn't realize this I must have missed it when I watched the first one where hey Maverick you fucked that admiral's daughter or something I I, yeah. I don't think that's the actual quote but and then she turns up played by um uh Jennifer Connelly and the it's a more realistic relationship because Maverick is like a dude who's, you know, Ed Harris, Ed Harris is a really great scene where he's just basically spouting exposition and telling the audience what Maverick's been doing for the last 40 years. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But he does it in an entertaining way. And he's like, you know, uh, I mean, the whole movie is about Tom Cruise, you know, uh, proving his worth in, in Mm. today's movie going arena and boy howdy did he did he pull it off because you know like <laughs> so many streaming services wanted this movie it was like it's been delayed for three years it was all ready to come yeah. out in yeah. 2020 and he said no absolutely not this movie is going to be seen in the cinema because that's yeah what it was made for but i think yeah. the key here is and i watched um they call them legacy sequels now. We've got one with Jurassic Park Dominion out at the moment. Mm. We've got one, mm. uh, The Matrix uh, Resurrections, which I watched most of uh, until my now TV subscription ran out. Um, <laughs> at midnight, the, like Cinderella. Yeah, the, yeah, the free, honestly, yeah, the free one. I think I had, I had a half an hour left, and when it and oh. when it when it blacked out or it stopped and said you need to. Your your free subscription weekly subscription is gone, oh my and God. I just went, oh thank fuck, I, I don't have to watch <laughs> yeah. the rest of that because it's fucking awful. But mm. uh, the Matrix, the first Matrix, game changing movie, uh, unbelievable yep. movie, iconic. First Jurassic Park, unbelievable movie. First Top yep. Gun, not that great. So if you got not if you got to make yeah. a sequel. Yeah. Make yeah. a sequel to a movie that's well regarded, but is actually not a great movie, and you can just improve yeah. on it. And for me, yeah, yeah, the yeah. number one thing that improved on this was in Top Gun Maverick. Spoilers, by the way. In Top Gun Maverick, there are stakes. The stakes yeah. are high. There's like uh, 
again, I, li- I like the idea of you don't know where it is. It could be fucking Russia. I think initially it was going to be Russia that they were flying into, but they're they're flying yeah. down a trench and they've got to shoot into this tiny hole and then the whole Death yeah. Star will blow up. It's Star Wars, yeah. And, it's, it is Star Wars. <laughs> but but they go they go through it and it's they go through the difficulty of it and they go through it so many times and they're training and everything is nicely balanced up to the yeah. point where what I thought was uh one well apart from the Val Kilmer scene which was really good and yeah very sad, sad. yeah moving. and they yeah. they did uh, like because I was thinking Val Kilmer's in this but he can't even talk like how are they going to do this yeah. And I thought it was handled really well. Yeah, it was done. It was done like, really, really well. And there was a like, yeah. they probably didn't have to kill him off because it's kind of like, hey Val, I know you've had a bit of a tough time there and you can't talk, but we're going to get you into a movie, and uh, yeah. then we're going to kill well, you. Well, I mean, yeah. they, they killed the character off, I guess. But yeah, I actually did. There was, to be honest, there was a little bit of a twinge of, ooh, that's a bit close to the bone. Yeah, um, yeah. But then again, it was a great scene, and uh, like. That was probably the best use of modern special effects, if you want to call it that. The the way they, uh, the AI assisted version of of his voice that they've yeah, done. That they've so done for. I think they've used they used it in um, the Star Wars TV shows for Luke Skywalker's voice because obviously Mark Hamill is too old to sound like young Luke. Re oh, yeah, speecher yeah. they call it, but I think they use a different yeah. one for that. But like the the. <laughs> The whole, um, the whole ending of it, uh, where it kind of became a sort of behind enemy lines kind of thing, and just yeah, and, ju- yeah. and just the setup of it, where it was like, oh, we've got to blow up this runway. Hey, they've got one of those old planes from the first Top Gun movie, and I went, oh, he's yeah, going to be yeah. flying that plane. But yeah. the what solidified it for me was, uh, in the first movie, you've got a. A, a volleyball beach volleyball scene for no other reason than just to be sexy and look at sexy men and in the yes. in the second one they're playing f- football on the beach american football and i was like yeah. oh what the hell but they actually gave it uh give a, a reason, reason. Ju- he was like dual attacking yeah whatever he's like yeah, oh yeah. i'm i'm yeah, bonding yeah. the team and i was yeah. like that's fucking that's really really clever there was yeah it was just a smart blockbuster but you're right though stakes and reasons for reasons for actions so like because in yeah in maverick he has to go to top gun because he's lost his job let's call it um and the stakes are he wants to keep his career then he loses that job and he flies that impossible mission the trial run yeah yeah to prove that it's possible so the stakes are let's keep the mission going let's not lose my job let's I yeah. want to make these. I want to let these guys live because this is the only safe way to get them home safe. Yeah. So the stake is, yeah. th- there's a stake there, and then obviously the mission itself has stakes, mm. and then he, and then he's stranded, and then the stakes to get home. So like, yeah, you're right. There's a con- there's constant stakes where the only stakes in the original is at the very end when they their their uh, fucking Iceman is going to die, and yeah, yeah, Tom comes in and helps him, and it's like yeah, he saves his life or whatever, and it's all very quick, and it's like oh, and it was pretty cool that little scene at the end of the original. But the whole thing is building up to that. Where in Maverick, it's like they do that thing where like they do it well though. Like like in not to always talk about Jurassic Park, but what I don't like about the Lost World is that like Jurassic Park is like Jaws, where you don't see a lot of dinosaurs. You see a lot of dinosaurs, but you don't like yeah, you don't see a yeah. lot of the T Rex. 
but they 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 it's what you don't see is what it's all about and it's the momentum and it's the yeah. it's the, the building the, of the, tension the, 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 it's the, the building of tension in the lost world it's like they're on the island within fucking 20 minutes and there's just dinosaurs everywhere yeah, and yeah. You, it's too you much know, and that's too the, much of a good and thing and it's the problem too much of a good thing and with maverick they actually do they, they dial up the amount of up in the air content mm. there, there there is that risk of too much of a good thing um, but to your point, there's always stakes. There's always reason for it. There's always a reason why they're doing a certain thing. And uh, yeah, like I said this to Andrea before you dialed in, Ed. It's the best movie I've seen in, in the cinema since before COVID. Yeah, um, yeah. Like it's the most most fun I've had in the cinema. I kind of I I, um, I, dra- I dragged Kara <laughs> along to it, and <laughs> and she. <laughs> Sorry, when you laughed, I was thinking that's. What... <laughs> I'm glad this is an audio only format <laughs> but uh yeah and Kara was a bit sort of oh, i don't know about this and honestly i didn't know about this about it either and i was kind of like um Kara saw it with you yeah and it was like her kind of date yeah. night it's actually the first movie we've yeah. seen together as a couple in the cinema no way um, COVID, of course yeah. but like <laughs> i was kind of like because you guys had seen it and we were doing a top gun episode i was like well i should watch the sequel and everyone's talking yeah. about how great it is. And I was like... Pr- there were stakes for you, Ed. Yeah. You had to yeah. go and see and it. And I was kind of thinking, oh, is this that good? But by the end of it, I was like genuinely leaning forward, uh, yeah. you know, watching it. And when it ended, and it was in like screen four in Wrath Mines. I didn't... I'd love to have seen it in IMAX. It was in one of the smaller screens. Still a decent screen. Good mm-hmm. sound. Uh, like great... The fucking sound design the sound is unbelievable. unbelievable and yeah, then yeah. at the end of it and it was about like there was a good few people there and it's been it's been out for a while which i guess this is why it's made nearly a fucking billion uh dollar dues worldwide but there was a round of applause at the end of it people applauded really um wow. as if tom I, cruise was i there. haven't had i haven't witnessed that in a long time uh, yeah i love a round of applause in a movie you always know you're you're yeah. you're, you're that's a cultural you know what i mean like something yeah. like a, a, a culturally significant movie will always get yeah. a round of applause it's, it's, hap- Good, it's bad, happened at a yeah. few screenings I've been to that have been like early screenings or sometimes I'm lucky enough to get to go to the premiere or something and there's a round yeah. of applause at the end of that but but it's only kind of out of politeness whereas this was yeah, pe- genuine people who paid their fucking money to see it not just a bunch of people yeah. who've been invited yeah yeah, yeah. I, 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 there was one at the end of The Irishman and um like when I had a limited release, I went to see it. Me too, yeah. And I love The Irishman. I think it's a great movie. But it's not necessarily a movie I'd applaud at the end of it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it was applause <laughs> because it was over, Trevor. Yeah. Trevor, true. God, thank <laughs> fucking God. Yeah. What time is yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Dre? Uh, are, you, um, are, you on, are you aligned with our views? Yeah, like I, I, um, I, I absolutely loved it. Like, like you, Ed... Um, myself and Alan went on a on a little date. We went to see it about eleven PM, I think. It was late. It was a late oh, screening. I love a late movie in IMAX, and there was about feels so wrong. Yeah, there was about eight people in the cinema, and the cinema was so big. <laughs> so big, eh? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> How big was it, Trey? <laughs> bigger than average we had a great time 
<laughs> you saw it in IMAX yeah. as well. God, yeah, I would love to see it in IMAX. So in IMAX, like I, I've been dying to go see it again. Like I, I wanted to take my mom last week for her birthday. I let, wanted to go see it yesterday just because I was walking past the cinema. I've never had let's see, the let's urge. Go, let's go Monday. Let's go Sunday night after the stag. We just land in Dublin and go to the <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that'd that'd blow the cobwebs off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stag, 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 stag. Uh, yeah, uh, no, it's uh, yeah, Marver. Hey guys, listeners, if if you're still listening, <laughs> if you're still if you're, if you're still listening, uh, go see Maverick. Uh, don't don't watch Top Gun. Just go and see Maverick, and you don't need to see the original because they. Uh, to Ed's point, they basically the, do the original. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it, basi- it basically is the original, and you have Ed Exposition Harris at the start to do all that stuff and yeah. fill in the blanks. But look, guys, IMDb. Let's before we before we make a decision on this movie, let's see what the IMDb movie folk uh, community have to say about this movie. So, I've got a I've got a one star review here by a guy called Strictly Confidential. That's his. <laughs> that's his. Uh, that's his. His as he posts uh, on a public forum where anyone can read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Strictly confidential uh, published <laughs> yeah, public article. Uh, so I, I actually only, I only copy-pasted this one off IMDb mainly for the title of the review, which just made me laugh. And the title of this review is <laughs> Tom Cruise, The Ultimate Loser. <laughs> he has failed so many times (laughs) yeah he has failed so many times this guy is just an out and out box office flop um so yep imo which um, in my opinion not to be confused with not yeah exactly not to be confused with imdb um in my database in my opinion (laughs) there is no doubt about it tom cruise in brackets birth name thomas Mapother the fourth. Oh, that's okay. a real gotcha. Is, he changed his name. <laughs> he changed his name to Cruise. Who do you think you're a cruise boy? Cruise missile fucking Tom. Uh <laughs> Tom Metapore the second, uh or whatever the fuck it is, is without question the absolute most vacant, shallow, one dimensional, and unconvincing actors of his generation, bar none. To be sure. Had all of the carefully choreographed Daredevil flying sequences been edited out of Top Gun, then yes, this 1986 action movie would have amounted to absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, guys, if, they, if, if you they took all the space all, out of Star yeah. Wars, it yeah, would have yeah, been yeah, pretty dull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take all the Jews and Nazi out of Schindler's list, and it's just a fucking black and white romance movie. You know what I mean? It's like, no. Because <laughs> Zero Charisma Cruise. And all of his irksome superficiality certainly couldn't carry this picture and keep things interesting even for a minute. It's true. There you go. <laughs> so, bit harsh. Um, a lot of one stars for this. A lot of one stars. Strictly it got six point seven in IMDb. I think that's more um, a, re- a review of Tom Cruise than the movie. Yeah. yeah. And an, un, an, an unfair review of Tom Cruise. The, what, uh, I, what are you talking about, Strictly Who Confidential? Who wrote that, Nicole Kidman or something? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Who wrote that, Nicole Kidman? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Strictly Confidential. <laughs> oh, I don't yeah. believe his sex scene is. Yeah. Were all of his wives in... Uh, does he only marry Batwoman? Batwoman? What? 
women who've been in Batman. Oh, no, no. Was he Nicole? was oh. married to... Um, oh, yeah. Uh, his first marriage. What was her name? I can't remember. Oh, his first marriage. He was married oh, three okay. times. I thought he was only married. I know, I know, he, I, uh, I know he, div- really? he divorced all of his wives when when At they the were 33. 33. Mimi, Mimi Rogers. Mimi Rogers, yeah. yeah. Well, the other she, two were all in Bat, Bat movies. Except for Mimi Rogers. Except for Mimi Rogers. <laughs> was Mimi Rogers um, in uh, the car movie, the, 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 the Days of Thunder? I'm just looking her up here. Is that what she's No, saying? that's Nicole Kidman. Oh, that's, that's Nicole Kidman. That's, 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 that's where they met. That's where they met. There you go. There you go. So, go to take a drive into the so, thunder zone. Dun, 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 dun. Um, he, yeah. he, that's maybe where he's going wrong. He always marries actresses or actors, should I say? Maybe like it could be he he always marries women, but that could be where he's going wrong. But who knows? Yeah, he he, he, he always <laughs> marries uh he, he always marries work work colleagues. You know, Tom, don't shit with your e. Yeah, because um, it would be full of shit. <laughs> you probably yeah. get some shit in with your food. Yeah, yeah. just throw out all the food. Yeah, just eat, just eat a little bit by the shit, um, guys. Let's stop, let's stop beating around this bush. Let's stop kicking the can <laughs> down the road. Let's stop kicking the ball into touch. Let's stop <laughs> circumventing the topic. Let's stop circling the wagons. Trev, guys. you knock that volleyball in the air, and we'll spike it or not <laughs> with our sweaty, yeah, yeah, yeah. sweaty arms. Put it into punt. Um, does this does this deserve a place in in the uh, in the vault? Um, I usually go first here, but I'm going to sit back here. I'm going to read the room. Ed, <laughs> uh, no. The original, the original Top Gun. It's it's as a as a weird artifact from the 1980s. Yes, but as mm. a movie, no. I would never watch it again um i was kind of a little bit bored and a little bit perplexed as to mm. why i think it's i think it's a, the ultimate example of style over substance in yeah. that i would say it's stylish i would say it's uh v- you know visually iconic and it kind of makes sense that tony scott you know came from a world of uh, commercials and whatnot, as did Ridley Scott. But I think as mm. they as they went on, like you know, I mean, Tony Scott made True Romance and and uh, Beverly Hills Cop Two. He went on to make a, a, a sequel better than the original, in my in my yeah. opinion, um, the second Beverly Hills Cop movie. But um, I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't put Top Gun in the vault. I put Top Gun Maverick mm. in the vault. Um, oh yeah, but not 100%. not not the original one. So okay. I'm going to say let's put Maverick in the vault, but not the first Top Gun movie. Yeah, okay. Jesus, Ed, I don't like you because you're dangerous and you tell the truth. Uh, okay, Dre, what are you what are you what are you thinking here? For me, it's it's similar to Ed, except a little different. <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> I think that some of Top Gun should go into the vault. And by some, I mean Mr. and Mrs. Goose. (laughs) You're going to put the geese into the vault? I'm going to put the geese into the vault. Do you know what? That that makes sense, Dre, because 
they have to survive in order to make uh, the gander. What's the name? What's the name of his son? <laughs> <laughs> what's good for the goose? Duck. <laughs> Rooster. What's, what's it? Rooster. They um, yeah, because he dies, and then the, she she dies in between the movies because it has it has that one line in Top Gun Maverick where he's like, "Oh, I pr- I promised his mom just before oh, she yeah, died." Yeah. And that's why she's not in this movie. That I that I that I'd bully him in pilot school. Yeah, <laughs> I promised them I'd be a, I promised her I'd be a bully. So yeah, yeah in memoriam of them, I like a, sp- yeah. a spin-off movie of a prequel movie, uh, a romantic comedy uh, of how they got together would probably be more entertaining than the original Top Gun. And and you could give it a good eighties tag name as well because w- w- play on words, you know, kind of like. Uh, Flock in the nest, or uh, <laughs> the goose that got the know. gander. Yeah, what's good for the goose? What's good Question for the mark. goose? Question mark. What's good for the goose? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't don't come a knocking if you hear us a quacking, fucking, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't come a knocking if you hear moist sounds. <laughs> take take me to bed or leave me forever. <laughs> Edit point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take me to the vault or leave me forever <laughs> yeah okay so ed's a hard no dre wants to slip in a few geese um <laughs> i'm probably in between both of you and that one i i agree with the geese element but yeah i don't think it goes in the vault it's um it had this movie captured my interest as a kid if it was something that was part of my upbringing you know mm. i i i might have had the nostalgic aspect of it to to want to put it in for that reason um but i don't so maverick's amazing like whatever watch top gun again i probably would like I, I would watch it again if it was on i wouldn't turn it on but if it was on i'd i'd let her i'd let it run as they yeah, say yeah. In, in i, the, I uh, think it is in the biz. it's one of those movies that you can play on a wall project on a wall without sound in a, in a bar or something uh, yeah. it's got it's got yeah. that quality yeah. to it but even like i don't know because there is a lot of people who feel very strongly and have this emotional connection to to Top Gun, yeah. But like, is it one of those things? Because I've had movies that I've loved as a kid, mm. but then when you grow up and you watch them back, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it, it's weird. It's like it's like Labyrinth. Like I remember loving that as a kid, and then watching it, kind of going, "That's a bit of a shit film," you know. Um, and I know people. Some people love Labyrinth, yeah. and even like. Yeah, like there's a lot, like there's a lot of movies, like even dare I say, Roger Rabbit is one of those <gasps> movies. Like it's a, I know, uh, it's a gr- ah no, that's a good movie. But, we but should do, I, we I'm should do to Roger Rabbit, I think, because I was watching um, yeah, that, chi- that, that, that Chip and Dale movie that's out, oh, yeah. which I thought was entertaining, but it was like it's just references, references, references yeah, and until they got about naked. the male strippers. No, Rescue Rangers, the two chipmunks. Uh, oh, yeah. The Chippendale, uh, that that other movie is like really good. Um, talk about a <laughs> yeah, talk yeah. about a sweaty movie. Um, <laughs> but it just made me think of oh man, I'd love to. Have, I haven't seen Roger from Roger Rabbit in a while. Maybe we should do we should do that because I want because I, I want to rewatch really it. Is it on Disney Plus? Oh, yeah. uh, but hey that's Roger Rabbit this is Top Gun and I'm saying no it's not in the fucking vault Ed you're saying no you're saying maybe a few geese Ray I think we're I think we're unanimously saying yeah no the 1% didn't make it there's no Top Gun mm. 
the name is not on the plaque on the wall. Instead, it's this year. It's not going into the vault. It's not. It <laughs> Take the vault away <laughs> from Top Gun. <laughs> bong, bong, bong. <laughs> nice chat to you guys. You too. Nice chat. There it is. Decided. Decidiando. Decidi. We have decided. Uh, hope you enjoyed listening to us. We kind of talked about two episodes, two things there, didn't we? We talked about Top Gun. We talked about Maverick. We decided to drop this at midnight on the 24th because that's when Maverick becomes available on all on all good streamers. And if you're into Maverick, we thought you might be you might be searching Spotify for some Top Gun content. And hey, the algorithm might throw us up there. So if you listen this far, you know, give us a like, give us a share, give us a thumbs up on all the, the socials. But if you really like us, jump over to Headstuff Plus. Give us a fiver. For only a fiver a month, you'll get exclusive access to all the bonus stuff that we do. You'll also get access to all the other great bonus content from all the other Headstuff Plus um, podcast shows as well. Whether it's Fireside, which we talked about in the the, the, the promo, uh, in the ad break earlier on, or basically by Stephanie Prizer. And that's another one that I like to listen to. But hey, that's just two examples. There are dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of great shows on the Headstuff Plus network. So fiver a month you're not just getting you're not just getting the bragging rights to say that you're paying for a fiver paying for a fiver <laughs> that you're paying for a pint that me ed and drake can share monthly but you're also getting access to all that other cool cool trendy podcast content some hot and tasty podcast content <laughs> i'm terrible at promos i we should I, I need to engage with a consultancy firm that can come in and do these promotional voiceovers because i cannot do them but if you listen this far Thank you. That's all I can say. And as I said, thumbs up on socials, a fiver on the Heads Up Plus if you're really up for it. But at the very least, if you can just give us a five-star review, give us a share, tell your friends about us, talk about us. When you're having, when you're, when you're ring your mum for a chat, that weekly chat when you, when you tell her about the weather and your job and all that banal, banal crap that you, that you talk about, talk about Head Stuff and talk about, talk about the, the, the Sinistream Club. Talk about us. You know, maybe not to your mum. That's a bad example. But to your friends in the pub, when you're out and about, talk about us. Share the love. Share the knowledge. Share the knowledge that we've given you with the wider podcast listening community. Um, anyway, I'm going to stop rambling, guys. Talk to you next week. And look, next week we're going to talk about, or in two weeks' time, should I say, we're going to talk about the need for speed. I feel the need, the need for speed. That would have been a much more classy segue from speaking about Top Gun to announcing what we're going to cover in two weeks time we're covering speed that would have been really cool wouldn't it had I said you know just like just like Tom Cruise said in Top Gun I feel the need the need to record a podcast about speed that would have been a good segue but here I am again over explaining stuff to you guys the very very few that have listened this far but anyway I love you all I'm going to go and get tucked up into bed now and you know put the kids to bed and a movie in bed and drift off into Sinistreamland. Good night, guys. Talk to you later. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.